0: He asked me. He was reading in this past week in Parsha Ekev the very popular pamphlet from Miloch Biderman that the whole Klal Yisrael enjoys so much. That's based on a Muna Betochen, as its name is called Be'er Muna, and as opening the beginning of Parshas Ekev he begins with the words: Everything that the Rebbeinu does is for our good. It's for our benefit. It's all great. It's a mitzvah to think like that. And he tells me. Of course, our Amun Betochen is that the Rebbein is doing everything for our benefit. Of course, the Rebbein has Rachmanus. But sometimes, part of that Rachmanus is we get a punish. There's a concept called Midas Hadin, or better, Siduk Midas Hadin. For example, as we came off Tishabov, one of the kinases when Kinnah Aleph, Vayikonah Yirmiya al-Yishiyo, Yishiyo had not listened to Yirmiya al and he got too confident and in fact he got punished 300 daggers were poked into his body and Yirmiu Hanovi wanted to hear what is he saying in his last words perhaps he's thinking in his mind some thoughts about why did the rebunishim do this to me and he listened and the last few words that he said was sabdiku ashem ki piumaris the bunishim's ways are righteous so that's not always saying that it's all great if chas v'sholem will look back at the holocaust We're we'll supposed to say it was good of course the Rabbi did it for our benefit even though albeit we don't always understand it but there is sometimes a midas adin there is a aso ruge mauches that happened to us so what's the full answer to that question so i think in this week's parsha, based off a couple of Sfas-a-meses, and a few some cypress, we can glean one idea. Of course, this is an endless topic. Let's open up first with a Gemara that we all know. We know the known people. Nochum ish gamzu. He was the person that was always said, anything that happened, he said, Gamzu letoivah. As the Gemara in Tainus tells us, how we came to a place and everything wasn't working out, but he still said, nochum ish gamzu. I would like to understand over here, what did Noch Ish Gamza, what was that trait of his? And a student of Bekiva that was Mishamish Nochush Ish Gamza for twenty two years. Digamon Brachis recounts a whole story in the Daf Dasamachalov at the end of the Masahta, when things weren't working out for Bekiva and he kept on saying Komad over Achmanulatavit. So let's get to the beginning of the Parsha, though we open up the Parsha with these words, We're given, the Rabbi Hashem says, I'm going to be giving you blessing and curses. And in fact, the Safri elaborates on this in Parsha's Nitzavim, that we have a mitzvah of uvechartu b'chayim, which is itself difficult to understand. What does it mean we should choose? If we should choose bracha of verse klolu, what does that mean? The Medrash Rabba opens up the Parsha, and the Medrash tells us three ideas on what this means. When we're reading the Klawless, the Medrash says, how we should, not, we should not separate. When one person reads the Klawless, we shouldn't stop in the middle. Allow one person to read it all the way through. Don't make it kitzim kitzim. The Medrash quotes a Pasuk, Musar Hashem B'ni, al Don't be disgusted by my Musar. Al-Tasim Imenu, kitzim, kitzim, Rather, don't break it and read it in one shot. A second idea the Medrash alludes to is, don't keep on breaking it up and another person will be oiled to the tire and make another blessing. The Rebbe is, imay And the third idea the Medrash puts it, that we should be Boiche which all of this, I've said the, med, the three explanations of the Medrash very short, but all of this is what we need to understand. What is the Medrash teaching us, especially in this week's Parsha, we're not really talking about the Klawless, we just mention it, there's Broch and klal, where the Medrash is teaching us that when there's clothes and somebody's called up to the Torah to read the Klawless, don't break in the middle, read it all in one shot. Know that appreciate it, understand that the rebunishum is understand there's a concept called All of this needs to be explained. So let's begin back, as we said before, with Nochushish Gamzu. Nohushesh Gamzu was the one that was able to always say Gamzu Latoiva and a student Akiva was able to do that also. And what was it about it? So let's look at the story of Nochushish Gamzu. He sent on a on a on a mission as a messenger for Claudius Yisrael to bring a a treasure of golden coins to the king to annul the decree. He comes to where he stays at night and it gets stolen. He wakes up in the morning and he sees that it was replaced with earth. And what he says right away is, Gamzulatayvah, and he continues on his path to the king. He comes into the king, they open up the treasure casket that he has. And what's in there? Earth. They say, we're going to kill you. He says again, this is all L'toivah. El Yohanavi comes by and says, perhaps it's the earth from a Avinu that actually turned into swords that you can use against your enemy. They do it and they succeed. That's Noche Gamzu. Let's try to understand what he did to us over here. Every one of the Tanoim and Amirayim know everything that the Melech teaches us in his Kontresim. Of Baramuna, we all know that the Rebbeinu is toiv. Everything that the Rabbi does is for our good. What did Nachashish Gamzu say? What did he accomplish different? What was his unique credibility that he was known as Gamzu the He said, "Of course, everything could be good. The question is, maybe right now, what's good is that we should get punished. Maybe what's good is that I shouldn't go to the king." Says to us, Nachashish Gamzu. No, the gam, zoo, the thing that it doesn't, could also turn out letoiva. Until I know for sure that it's not letoiva, I'm not changing my destination. I'll see what the Rebbein has in plan. Perhaps it will come out even better than what I planned, because I don't, I'm limited in what I can plan. I think it's golden coins and silver that's going to do the job. The earth could do the job the same way, and the proof is that that's what happened. And really the proof, the proof is it in and itself, what does it mean Avram takes earth? And throws it, and that's how we destroyed the four kings. Because throwing earth, the bosham Shem of from you think you need five thousand soldiers? If I want you, if I want you to win the battle, you'll win it with earth, just like you win it with soldiers. So Noches Gamzu understands the earth could replace exactly that, and it's and, and it's and it and ended, ended up being like that. Rebbe Kiva also, <coughs> his student that learned for twenty-two years, these lessons. So in the end of the brachas, he comes to the town, and he, they don't No one lets him in town. So Rebbe Kiva says, He goes outside, he has a rooster, the candle, everything, everything gets taken away. But he realizes the next morning, as you all know the story, that his life was safe from that. What did Rebbe and Nachush Gamzu do over here? They said, who told you that Midasah didn't came yet? Perhaps what you thought is good is not good. I'm saying the Rebbe Yashem on my side. I'm saying I'm still in a good in a good state. The I'm still looking out for my good. It's not how I think. Not what I mean I think is the issue. It's not even that. I haven't when it will be that when as we as we spoke at the beginning, when Yirmiyo Anov is seeing Yishayol dying, yes, Tzadku Hashem Kipiyu Morisi, of course, after the Holocaust, we can't say that it was Gamzul Letoiva, we have to say the Rebbein was Matzik like the did. although we could figure out a Nechama like a can confined at the end of Makkas, perhaps it's part of the process. But it's not the gamzulatoy the komadomachmanulatavov. It means, don't don't label it yet klolo. Don't say yet it's a klolo, It could still be a bracha. Wait, let let it play out. And that is the lesson of this week's parsha. What does it mean that in the Torah says, I'm giving you a bracha and a and choose bracha"? Of course, choose bracha. What does it mean? You're reading klalas, don't stop in the middle, b'charta b'chaim. The explanation to this, based on the Svasemes and Chzamsayf in multiple places, the saying, you have klala? You have things that are klala? Be bleicher that it's bracha." Wow, that is a huge job on our part. Be boicher that what's happening to you is bracha, and it will be bracha. Klolos are happening. Don't pour so much on the klolos. Don't reflect so much on bad it. Stop. Let don't stop. Let it continue going. Say, keep on saying. It might still be good. It might still be good. It might still be good, and you'll be able to switch it, and it will be good. The is with you, You can choose and you can change the destination. In fact, in Rosh Hashanah, I think it's the only other time that we have the words you should always say. If we focus on the story of Akiva and Nochushish Gamzu, they didn't only think that everything the did was letoiva. Actually, read the story well in the Gemara, in Brach in Tainis Chafalaf, you'll see that when Nochesh, Gamza, Mekiva came to this difficult predicament and things weren't working out, the way they thought it was going to be, they said it. They articulated it. You know what it means when they articulated it? Because when you say something, we have an ability to be boichet. We're boichet, but it seems like perhaps we have to be boichet with our words. We have to say the rebuynusham is good. The rebuynusham is good. The rebuynusham is good. I'm waiting to see what the good is, but I know it's good. I'm I'm being boichet that the klala is bracha, and then it will be bracha. There's brachul lolo esa brokha you can create it, the brokha shatushmun yes the the claw will be broken you said it's broken from the rebound it will turn into brokha u bakhartu so i said you have one of the place where you find this law ilmi adam ragul lamer it's in fact in Rosh Hashanah in huris tafiyat base creases da that in the Berei you should make simonim yehei odom rogel loimar velechzi and eat simonim and say that it should be a good year. And in short, when Rosh Hashanah, halachically, the idea of what those simonim can do, I'm, bas- I'm basing this off answering the question from the Drisha, and the idea is that even if Chas sholem, something was supposed to happen, not good, but you can create your own artificial simonim, and those simonim would counteract that because you could be Boiche you could be you have the ability to in your 2020 vision of and you turn it into Bracha verse klala. And even in Yisurim, pain, I think there's one idea of bracha teklala where it could be switched partially. The Gemara and bracha says there's Yisurim that are Ava that come and get us closer to the there's that are not. What is Yisurim from Ava? Those Yisurim that don't stop us from Bittu torah and Bittu That's a sign that the Rebbein is doing those Yisurim coming out of love. But if those Yisurim make us stop our learning, our Tefillim, we can't do that. So you can't say that those Yisurim, those pains are coming out of love. So I'm thinking to myself one time, so what happens, Chas when you go into the Yisurim, and that pain does not allow you to learn. That pain does not allow you to daven. You're in so much pain. And you tell yourself, "Oi, it's Yisurim, not of Ava. And here perhaps we could put on our Swasema's glasses, the glasses of the Soif in this week's parsha, the glasses of Rebekiva, of Nochush Gamzu, Ubacharto Bakhaim, and you know you can make a Yisurim Shalava? If when those Yisurim come to you, I say, We Shalolim, Ah, I can't learn right now. I must have failed in my learning. I must have not appreciated enough when I was feeling good. Utilizing every moment of learning, of davening, getting close to you, of doing chesed the mitzvahs, I'm gonna reinforce my learning, I'm going to reinforce my davening, I'm going to reinforce my avoda my mitzvahs, my So then it ends up being that those yesuim were the catalyst. For ribi, for more learning. So of course, that's Yisurim Shalava. That's how we can artificially create that it could be a bachar or We're not in a predicament. It's in our hands. We could change it. And as we're holding in the Shiva the chemta, that's perhaps where Akiva was the one that was the greatest comforter. Akiva nechamtonu Akiva nechamtonu The end of the Gemara, Makas Rabbi Kiva is the one to say I'm never fully convinced that this is Ra this is all part of the process and that is the Necham B'Keflayim just like we're Loko we don't only get a punishment but we get that it's desolate and everything. Rebbe Kiva's nechama is not only the base of Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, but its destruction is part of the process. It's nechama b'kaflayim. you also saying that we should get the full nechama. Bebiyas, Mashiach, Tzedkeinu, alichteg, lichtige Shabbos to everybody. Thank you.